I'm sure you've never considered adding a coloring book to your bedroom repertoire, but Love and Lust is the adult adult coloring book full of sensual imagery sure to get things heated up. I'm Jessica Van, and I help individuals and couples to enhance their sexual experiences through learning to prioritize their pleasure. I'm a licensed therapist, and I developed this coloring book as a way to eliminate the shame sometimes associated with sex and increase healthy conversations about true intimacy. Love and Lust is accompanied by the Essential Love and Lust Toolbox, which is online and offers therapeutic exercises sure to spice up things in and out of the bedroom. Head over to EnvisionCounselingLLC.com and get your Love & Lust Toolkit today. From my experienced podcast listeners, get 25% off when you use promo code FME. Get your copy of Love & Lust today and add a little color to your sexy. Year, what is going on, everybody? We back. We got another episode of From My Experience podcast. Y'all already know I want to thank y'all for the continued support in the group. We're pushing to have a thousand members. We're getting close. We're at like 780. So let's keep pushing, y'all. Invite people to the group. Thank you all for continuing to listen. Thank you all for continuing to message and email me and thank you for continuing to keep the discussions going in the group now if you're an avid listener you know that i had an ambitious goal this year of getting 50 interviews done i am well on my way i got some good stuff in the tuck for y'all still but right now today <clears throat> i have a very special interview and i have two spectacular people with me so one person is the creator of the Black Singles of the DMV. And it's a group on Facebook that has, I think almost 17,000 members in it. Um, I didn't realize how important this group was until I became single this year and I hopped in that group and started seeing the discussions and I learned so much more about men and women just by being in that group adding to the discussions, getting fussed at a little bit. It's been fun, I've loved it. Um, we also have with us the creator of the Black Singles Connect dating game. So I think in a time like this where a lot of us are still quarantined or have been quarantined, out of relationships or newly out of relationships, looking for ways to connect, I'm not an app guy. I'm not jumping on these apps where you can just create this super duper fake persona and I'm forced, I just, nah. Yeah, it just feels too unnatural. I'm not about that life. So the group thing worked really, really well for me. I have not tried the dating game yet, y'all, but Rob might do that, and I might come on here and talk about it. But anyway, yeah. today we have with us, so let me let me uh, introduce them properly. I, I'm hype right now, if y'all can't tell. So first we have with us, I'm going to go ladies first. We have Miss India Thibodeau. She is the creator of the Black Singles Connect Dating Game. And we have Mr. Von Vito, who is the creator of the Black Singles of the DMV and Black Singles Business Connect. Woo! <laughs> Thank y'all for being on the show. Uh, 
pleasure to be here. Yeah, pleasure to be here. But India, uh, you let them know she that was her baby though. The Black Singles um, uh, sister group of the Black Singles in Business was actually India's baby. So I gotta make sure she gets credit for that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. that correction, and thank you for your contribution and being such wonderful creators. You two are awesome. Thank you for having us. Of course, of course, of course. So let's get down to business. First of all, thank you to again for creating, um, I would say such an open and positive space for black people to just connect. Like that group is probably, I'm probably more active in that group than any other group on Facebook. And I've been on Facebook since it started because I was in college when Facebook was just for college. So I've seen wow. a lot of transitions. Yeah, I've seen a lot of transitions, different changes. I've been a part of a lot of groups. I DJ, I game, I do a lot of stuff. So I'm in a lot of different groups and I see how they're run and they're operated. And I tend to shy away from groups when I see that they're not progressive. So your group is definitely my favorite group by far. So what gave you the idea to start this thing? Like how, where did this come from? Well, it started, it actually started from, I was on tag. Uh, I've been single for so long and, and I'm always in the self-help stuff and all that. So I was in tag and, and a young fr a friend of mine added me to black singles of Chicago or something. And this was like, 1999 I mean excuse me 2009 2010 and I was like yo that'd be nice for for Facebook to have something for DMV in the area and around it so I started the group and my initial uh purpose of it was just to have a bunch of singles that like being single and, and wanted to hang out and meet other singles and and see if we can help each other understand why we're single and not pointing the finger at other people and just trying to get us together first before we can be in a relationship because everybody's not meant to be married and everybody's not meant to be in a committed relationship. So I was just wanted to be like something we can come together and just help each other and just have fun while doing it. And from there, it just turned into something totally beyond what, what, I, what I expected, you know? And, and I think the foundation comes from us being a group where we're not in there talking about sex. You're not going to come in there cussing and talking like, yo, yo, what's up, man? Yo, I seen this shorty. And no, nah, we don't want all that. We just want something cool and calm that everybody can relate to, man. And if you can't stop yourself from acting a certain way, then this ain't the group for you. We just want you to take a time out getting here and not be wild. And that's what it just, that's why people is, just love it so much, man, because of the structure that we have right now. You know, it, it's funny. I have to admit something. Don't judge me. When I join these groups and I read the rules, I'm like, man, a lot of times I read the rules, I'm like, this group about to be whack, right? I didn't say that about your group, but I knew I had to censor myself a bit. Um, I'm not disrespectful or anything like that, but I knew I had to censor myself a bit. I'm just used to expressing myself in a certain way. But it's funny how those rules and the way that you enforce them really help formulate the vibe that comes along with that group and i think that's a big reason why i like your group so much i have another group that i'm in that's a bit that's basically no rules and the conversations are so different a lot of jokes another one a lot of just craziness some good conversations come up every now and again but your group is kind of like 
that nice thick cut T-bone steak. When I'm saying, I'm like, ooh, what are we talking mm-hmm. about today, y'all? I know I'm gonna get a yeah, hundred responses, yeah. and they're gonna be long, lengthy answers from different women from different walks of life, so I can continue to absorb and learn. So I really appreciate you for putting your foot down. You know, a lot of people are mm-hmm. they're they they're into the whole freedom of speech, which I believe in too. But it's like when you put boundaries on things, it gets people to kind of lock in differently. Yeah. So I, I do that. It's also for me too, because I'm in other groups and I, I say stuff in other groups and I, I notice a lot of groups base their rules off of ours. You see a lot of groups spin off ours. A lot of people get mad because they can't do certain things in our groups and they go off and make theirs. Uh, we love that. That's flattering. And I find myself in other groups at times wanting to let loose. So that's what we do in our group sometimes. We'll pick a one night out of a blue moon and just say no rules. You know, you can be yourself, you can right. be free, let it out, whatever frustrations you got. And then the next day we clean it all up, we erase everything and start back over again. So we purge sometimes, but it's still, I'm still learning as we go on because I be in groups cutting up and I get kicked out and I get mad. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Why you blocking me? Why am I on you for three days? I said this and that person said that and you're going to come at me. So you always got to look at yourself, man. No matter what, I always learned growing up, don't worry about what that person doing. Look at yourself. You don't want to get caught. So deal with it. So I'm learning as we go, man. So I hope everybody else is learning with us. And Dia, when did you come into the picture? Um, I think it's been about two years now. And um, I asked Two or three? The years go so fast. It's going so fast. I know, it does. But, you know, my thing was, I like not, I don't curse in my everyday life. And when I hear too much of it or see too much of it, I get turned off. And so I'm in a lot of groups as well. But then there's all this foolishness and people just saying whatever. And then I came into this group and it was like, oh, the foolishness is gone. All of the bad language. And that excited me because I didn't want that in my space. Like I filter that and I allow but so much of it. And so it was really exciting to me to find that. And then, of course, I live in the DMV and I'm single at the time or single. So I was like, wow, that's amazing. Let me join this group. And then I started really participating, posting, and I guess Vaughn noticed and then he made me an admin. And that's history because that's <laughs> just big events. And uh, one of my favorite things to do is host events and connect with people live. You know what I mean? Like, I love. I'm a people person. I love meeting people. And um, since this panic uh, pandemic has happened, we haven't been able to do it. And our last meet and greet was like, I think in February and we were all looking forward to March and then boom, our venue closed down Mm. everything. So it was like, wow. And so as we started to get further into the pandemic, I thought, well, this isn't going away. Nothing's opening. There's no lounges. There's not going to be any summer concerts, nothing. How do we connect? Right. So, yeah. So you just started, when did, how long have you been doing the, the dating thing? You just started that this year? We just started it. It's been a couple of weeks now. Wow. I'm really trying to get it going. I think that, um, you know, the more that people see us, the more they think, oh, I get this and this is really fun. And um, so it's picking up. Um, the biggest challenge I think that I'm facing is the commitment of people. 
like the night before, oh, I got to work or, oh, I got to, you know what I mean? And, or something, just don't even say anything. They just don't even show up. I had, I had to cancel last week's game because the gentleman who's the main focus of everything, he just didn't, didn't answer the call, didn't nothing. And still hasn't apologized for not showing up. And I'm just appalled by that because I'm a business person. And I feel like, you know, you need to show up, but that was, mm, so that's the biggest thing. So I don't know, but it's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of fun. You know, I think people that come on, come out of their comfort zones. A lot of people have told me, oh my goodness, I'm so shy. I'm so scared, you know, and they, they're on camera and, um, you know, for them, that's very, you know, unique and unusual. Yep. And I had one girl say she wasn't going to do it because it was on camera. Like, she says, I'm not good for camera. So I was like, okay. What is that? Okay. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I feel your frustration because there's been plenty of people I've reached out to, supposed to do a show or a podcast with. They don't show up. They don't respond. <laughs> um, that's why when you reached out to me, I was like, I ain't gonna lie. I thought about not responding, but I was like, I, <laughs> but I was like, I don't like when people do that to me. And I was like, no, I was like, I gotta put that same energy back out there. But it also put me in a position that made me think. It was like, are you really ready to do this? And I wasn't. Um, okay. I do think about it though. I'm like, man, maybe I should. But I'm a committer. I'm like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it all the way. Like, I don't even know how the game operates, but I'm like, if I end up with the connection, like, I want to take the person out. But I'm not going out yet. I'm kind of waiting maybe another month or two to see where COVID is is headed and what it's looking like before I hit them streets like that again. Um, but um, I definitely uh, have that in the back of my mind. Like, it's something I think about. I'm like, I'm going to do that when the time is right. Um, I think it's I think it's a lot about people's nerves, man. Like like even coming on your show, I was, uh, you know, anxious and a little apprehensive and a lot it's like the nerves. You got to feel the calmness, and I, I don't know. I just woke up this morning. I, I was like, I was going to bail out on you. I was going to like, I ain't answering the phone. I'm busy. But I woke up in a calm space, and I was like, you know what? I can do this, man. Who else can do this but you? So I understand how people are. So yeah, I think yeah. if any of you talk to him a little bit more, you can coach him and relax him to getting on, so he can be the next. Well, I mean, he candidate. has personality for it. You he know what does. I mean? He has the personality it. and he brings that energy and that presence and you got the vibe. So this is what I want to share and maybe for people who hear this to understand that when you come on the show, my premise was just to make a connection and a connection doesn't necessarily mean that you have to date that person. Like, And that's my biggest challenge for, for our group is that in that group, people have this whole mindset that when you meet somebody, it's got to be love at first sight and the beginning. No, like sometimes you need to just meet a person, just meet them, just have a conversation and start with the lowest premise of everything with no expectations. That's how I live my mm -hmm. life and meet the most amazing people. No expectations of what this is going to be. I don't know you, you don't know me. Let's come together and see if we have something in the middle that we connect on. And that's how you build. And so it may not be a marriage down the road, but it could be a lifelong friend or somebody in business or somebody that you have something in common with that makes you connected for life. So I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, dating to me doesn't have to be this big, huge, oh my goodness, I'm going on this dating game. and da, da, da. No, let's start basic. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah, get basic. Yeah. 
Because yeah. if we all can go to the basic thing, then the dating thing isn't so big and overwhelming and just, uh, you know, something that we feel like we can't achieve. So start small, get on the show, make a connection, have a phone call, and that's it. And, and look, here's the other thing. I made it so that people didn't see each other. That's the part. You have to pick me off of how my vibe is, right? You will get to judge Oh, hold on. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Oh, wait. Oh, let's I am. Okay. Okay. So, Can you hear yeah. me now? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you so what I was sharing was that it's, it's your blind when you come on your cameras off. So you have to pick a person based off of their energy, their vibes, the answers to questions that you have created. Mm -hmm. So that in itself allows you to make that connection that I feel like a lot of people don't make. Now, the bad part is because of our culture, I think, because of uh, society, um, we definitely, once the camera turns on, then you're going to go, oh, that person doesn't look like anybody that I would date. And then we shut that down. Like, we don't even pick up the phone and try to see. But the initial connection that you had was, was blind. And, um, you know, I just encourage everyone that comes on the show that even after you see that person to reach out and build a friendship, like really people, how are you ever going to not be single if you don't develop those kind of skills? You know what I mean? And I think that dating is a skill set. Like, yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yes. Either you're good at it or you're not. And I just happen to feel like I'm good at it. So, you know, I just put that little advice out there for people. I've been dating a long time. And I, I mean, I've dated all races and, and that's, you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, I feel like I have that skill set to meet anybody and they walk away and be like, she may not have been my type, but I really like it, dear. And I'm going to call her back, maybe for some lunch or just to hang out. You know what so I mean? So, dear, you dated an Asian before? You had an Asian guy? I have. Whoa. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've dated an Asian, Indian. Uh, that guy got fired, but. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you. I wait a minute, wait a minute. No. And um, we dated for like six months, but when it came down to, to, to Thanksgiving break and he was going home and we talked about me meeting his parents, he told me I could not meet his parents because I was African-American and they expected him to have an Indian wife. So I, I said, oh, that's how this goes. So I'm good for, for University of Maryland and Maryland. And you, <laughs> when we go home, you're not taking me. So uh, <laughs> but um, that was some time. My assistant in India, she assists me in a yeah, You are I know, his uh, assistant. I, I think that. Yeah. Those cultural that, um, barriers are, are very serious, man. They're very serious. Um, I want to ask both of y'all. Are y'all both single? Save the devil. Well, well, let me tell you. For for let me see. From night, I was single when I made this group. I was single like at least ten years strong, and I swear, not even a year after I made the group, 
that's when I ran back into an old friend and we developed a friendship and then got served. So uh, I was single when I started the group, but everybody knows I'm not single. You know, I'm like the father of the group now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to give as much advice as possible. Uh, wifey doesn't like it because it's a lot of single women in there, but she understands this is my baby and I treat it as such and I, I won't cross that line and everybody knows that I'm in a relationship. Yes. India, you, are you I'm dating someone right now. What does that mean? What? I didn't even know that. So you're you're dating, but so you're but you're not in a committed relationship. I am. You are in a committed relationship. Yeah. So neither one of what? y'all are single. <laughs> That's news to me, though. You gotta know the question. So, so for me, and he knows I'm in this group, and he knows I'm doing this dating game, all of the above, right? And he supports that. And uh, but the thing for me is I'm not married, and so single has a lot of levels for me. Uh-oh. And so I am single in a relationship right now. But once I'm married, then that's a whole another level because I'm not single. I can't even say that. Well, but yeah, what uh, did you mean that? I'm just curious. What do you mean that? So um, I sold him a house like seven years ago. Oh wow! Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, we have had what I call a friendship that has lasted a whole lot of years and so was um, he married when you sold him the house no no he's single <laughs> okay all you right. doing too all much right. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to create something look ain't no mess in the group and no mess on my show okay right. I know. I know. He, he was single we actually met on a dating app even before i sold him a house so i've known wow. him for 10 years wow and uh what was that dating app uh black people Black people meet. Black people meet, yeah. Oh, you're breaking up again. You're breaking up again. Yeah. They were faking fake profile pictures, fake people. It was, but I actually met a real person who I've maintained a a long friendship with um, for 10 years. So, um, yeah. Okay. Thank y'all for sharing that. That <laughs> y'all have given me some laughs and some things to think about. So, what are some of your favorite success stories from the group? Oh, man. And from the dating wow, channel? just just from the group itself, man. Just seeing all the friendship and the girlfriends and the brohood that's coming, man. It's a lot of people that just like brothers now, and then a lot of girl women are like sisters, and they're hanging out and they're traveling, and then. Let's not mention the marriages. It's like, it's, yeah. it's been at least, what, how many marriages? I think like six marriages and some people don't even talk about their marriage and some people just go off and do it and leave the group. So it's been so many connections. That's just that, that's just what it was for. And I'm just so happy with the friendship, first and foremost, man. And a lot of like, even guys like, this is a DMV group, yep. but we have people that's been that live here or work in this area, that live in New York or Philly or Jersey. And and these guys and women have came out and supported us and came to these groups and made friendships here and come here on a, on a, uh, uh, any any chance they can just to hang out with people they've met, man. So it's, it's been a wonderful thing of connections there. Man. Okay. So, okay, so when people get in, so what what should what should a person do when they get in a relationship and get married? Do you want them to leave the group or would you want them to stay and engage? If they, if they met in the group, we, 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 we allow them to have that process of being in there and sharing their testimony and still participating and helping others. 
But we ask that, you know, after a while, you know, it's time for y'all to slowly slide on out. But some they can't do it. You know, they just love being there in their relationship together and love testifying and professing their love and seeing how they met in the group. And this event was best and thanking this admin or whoever connected them. So they just like to stick around, man. So we we welcome them. I can see why. I don't want to kick them off. Well, some people leave too, though, because I have a couple that constantly updates me. They send me, they just had a baby. They met in the group. They got married, but they, they're gone. After they got married, they left the group and they sent me baby pictures and stuff. So there's that. Um, but then there's also people who have made other connections. Like they have girlfriends and some of the men have men friends. And so that's why I think they continue to stay because it's just not like a, a group where you connect and then it's because you're the opposite sex. I mean, there's people in there that, you know, have come to events that have made good friends. So that's really, I think the, the reason they continue to stay in there. And so, I mean, that's what I noticed. And that's the best part I think about our group is that you can go to, when we were having events, when we did a lot of different things, bowling and movies and um, happy hours, just so many things. And so when you met somebody, you make a lifelong friend half the time. So where do you normally, where do you normally host these events in all three areas? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had Virginia events, Maryland, DC. I'm introverted, but I see I'm the person you got to ask me. I'll keep looking and say I'm gonna come, but not show up, but then I'll show up randomly. Yeah, That's we know what... you. <laughs> and we've seen your type before. Yeah. I love y'all though. We try to let them know when you come out. I don't care if it's your first time. You come by yourself. You can bring a girlfriend, a boy, a male friend that's not a group family member. We want to treat you like we always known you were the best friends of life. We're not computer people. We're not social media people. We are real people right. that socialize and had a life outside of the uh, internet. So when you come out, we gonna come up to you. We gonna say what's up. We gonna get you on that dance floor. We gonna buy you a drink or we gonna talk and we gonna have fun with you just to get you to relax and, and that's what keep people coming man but just that first initial coming out people are always hesitant but everybody was hesitant at first and you see how we we always post the pictures and the videos of us out so you can see everybody had a first time that you see in this picture and now they act like family and you think they know us but we, we really don't but it just feels that way yeah. once you come out and hang out with us I need to go. I need, I would have, see, here's the thing. I'm new to the area. I've only been here. It was, it made a year in June. Uh, so frozen. Uh, I'm frozen. You, I, you good now. Okay. How am I freezing this as much as I pay for this internet? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm new to the area. So I probably would have jumped out and did something more sooner rather than later. Um, because that was like my big thing. Like this summer, I'm like, all right, I got my job. I'm saving my money. I want to explore the DMV and I wasn't able to do it. So my feelings are hurt about that. But now having the conversation with the two of you and kind of seeing what it's really about and you all kind of breaking down, you know, the barrier of, because like India said, most people think, oh, I, I talked to this person. I date this person. I have to go out with them. Most people don't think about the friendship or the homeboy or the homegirl and stuff like that. Like I wasn't even thinking that cause I'm like, I'm single again. All right, let me hit these groups. All right, what are these women talking about? And then I had to, now I have to change my mindset a bit. Like it's not always about looking for the quote unquote one. It's just about meeting people and interacting with people. 
There you go. And see, the more people that you meet, the better you are at dating. So, so then you get a idea of what exactly it is that you want and what exactly it is that you're willing to put some energy and effort into. And so when you date a lot or, or connect a lot or meet up with people a lot, what happens is you become very good and you get that skill set. And that's the skill set I'm talking about. So now you know exactly. You can talk to somebody for 10 minutes and be like, uh-uh, this is not the one. <laughs> Be like deuces, you know what I mean? So you just get yourself through that date, but you already know because now you have this very good idea about what it is you're looking for. And I promise you. So I did this thing in the group a while back. It was um, a, a meetup. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole idea in that was that you have coffee, tea, or whatever have you. And um, you, you both people, it was like both people paid for the interaction. So you just meet up with somebody, you know, and I was really trying to foster that mindset of just meet up with people, meet up with 10. So it was like a race. We were trying to get whoever gets the most meetups, gets this and that, the other thing. But I was trying to get people to come out of their shell to just meet people. I promise you, if you get good at this, you will have a husband by the end of the year if you wanted one. You know? Yeah, I must admit that was a very good idea because so I started seeing so many people meeting. I'm in a relationship and I was jealous. I'm like, you going out? Where you want? How many times she gonna go out? How many dudes you see? So they just had so much fun though, man. Yes, people, people was people knocking down. It was yeah. knocking down. Check like a checklist. All right, I, I went out with him. I went out with her. I went out with her. I went, so they was having a ball and that was, a, we need to bring that. I can't wait till the pandemic is over so we can bring yeah, that back. So we can do that again. And I, I really want to do Black Singles Connect Live. Oh. So, you know, now it's on Zoom and now it's on video, but the real dating game was really live. And I right. did it at a pool right. party we had last summer. We did it. But doing it live is going to be super, super fun. Yeah, yeah. So, We've been trying know, to do that live platform. We've been trying to do that live platform for years. We just got to get it to come together. Maybe you can help us, man. I was, just about, oh, I was just about to you know? say, I DJ too. So I got speakers, I got mics. Um, yeah, we want to have live music. And I think I have a set. venue now. I think I have a venue now that we can get. So, ooh, All right. yeah. we, want to, we want to have the male and female hosts, you know, and just doing a, a, a round circle with some they, they sipping on a tea or their wines or whatever. Have music playing, soft music in the background. So yeah, oh, we're gonna man. do it. Yes, y'all have to do that. So all right, I'm gonna challenge both of y'all real quick. Um, and I'm going to use y'all to help my, help me help myself. So I'm single now. I'm new to the DMV area. I want both of you to take a second and think about some dating advice. Give me some dating advice. Y'all don't know me, know me, but y'all kind of got a feel for my personality a little bit. Y'all got a couple messages from me. Y'all can see me. What, what would be some dating advice? And you can ask me questions if you need more details about me. Yeah, what do you like to do? Um, I play video games. I like to go on, it sounds so funny, but I do like to walk for exercise. I like long walks. Um, I'm into music. I love just sitting back, listening to albums, just turn off all the lights and just vibe out to music. I love food. So I'm always down to try new and different restaurants. Um, I'm a podcaster. This podcast is probably one of the most important things in my life because I love talking and connecting to people. Oh, what'd you say? Am I breaking up? Oh, 
Yeah, you're fine now. Okay. I love podcasting and connecting and talking to people and getting to know them and getting uh, to learn their, their story and what they're about. Um, I also love motorcycles, even though I don't have one yet. I want one. So what my advice, I go first, man. The first thing you want to do is is find somebody that has the same love and creativity with you. Like if you got somebody that's into the business that wants to broadcast or wants to learn about broadcast or even come on as a producer or an assistant, that's the first thing. Gaming, uh, you don't really need a gaming wife because then y'all gonna be fighting because right. she beats you in, in Madden or something. And so, <laughs> but you you want her to be understanding. But you can add me. I'm on Xbox and PS4 Von Vito, and when the five come out, I'll be there too. So we can get some gaming in there. I'm gonna add you on Xbox. But but definitely get you uh, uh, someone that's into this radio and this blog on this production industry. You know, somebody that wants to be a part of it and, and has that same energy and motivation because that's going to take you a long way further in your career, man. Okay. So how do you Yep, you broke, you're breaking up. Skype is not being the MVP today. She ain't in the basement. She got to go down close. I did go to the basement. Okay. Where's the router at? Are you next to the router? Sitting right I'm next not. to <laughs> Why are he on the camera? Back up. You... <laughs> okay, say say what you just said again. I was saying, how do you meet that person? That's the that's gonna be the challenge, right? Because here you have Instagram. the type of person you wanna meet, right? Mm -hmm. So, and there's so many women out here in the DMV. I mean, they claim that there's seven to one. I know when huh? I was coming up with the seven to one. Now they say it's ten. Ooh. I don't know. I say it's one woman to ten men. It depends on who you are, but nevertheless. Um so the idea is that you have these little meetups so that you can meet people. Right? Let's keep it basic. Just go invite someone out for coffee. Say, hey, I saw you in the group. You have a lot of great energy and great posts. Would you like to go out for coffee? And then that's it. So make it simple. Just meet the person. Get their vibe. How do they carry themselves? Do they have the same conversation that you do and like some of the same things that you do? And see if it's a connection. And do 10 of those. I challenge you. Oh, the challenge accepted. Is it accepted? Uh -oh, I, I want to see those 10 too. So that's what we called it. We called it the challenge. Yeah, challenge. I challenge you to do that. And I promise you, you'll meet one person out of 10. Because you do, it is a numbers thing. It uh, really is. It is. So you're going to meet at least one person. And, and so if you keep it cool, like really light, let them know, look, I'm not really ready in the heavy dating, but I want to get to know somebody and have some conversations and let's see where this goes and be upfront and be authentic and be honest and be who you are. You're going to attract the person that is going to be the one for you. And another thing, as long as you're genuine and you got a good heart, don't worry about what someone will think about you. You know, as long as you're coming with your best A game and if you need to improve, if they're giving you some advice on improvement, take that. But don't worry about what they have to say and what they're going to think about you. This is me. This is who I am. If you don't accept it, boom, you're not. Let me go to the next one. Let me move on then. I'm just yeah. not for you. You're not for me. I, I don't have a problem. And that's one of men's biggest, that's been one of my biggest things is like, I've never wanted to be turned down. I don't know if there's something I'm dealing with with childhood, but I've always wanted to be accepted. So even if I don't want that person, yep. I still want them to accept me. Let me be the one that don't want you and accept you. And so if I have a problem 
for rejection. But I'm working on it. I'm yeah. to the point where I don't care now. I, if I ain't the one for you, hey, so be it. I, I accept it. It's, I got bigger things and other things I want to do in life. Right. Wow. And but the thing that people appreciate most is the honesty. I think that nobody wants to be drug along if you don't really like them, right? From yes. a woman's perspective, nobody wants that. And in the end, it ends up being worse than if you had just hurt their feelings in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So just say, listen, you know, you're a real cool person, but I don't really feel like this is the type of vibe I'm looking for, and keep it moving. You know, and and that's that. You know, I think in business. There's a lot of no's. You get a lot of no's. And we yes. say, look for the no's till you get the yes, right? Mm -hmm. So we go in asking the question, knowing that you probably are going to say no, but I'm yeah. not looking for no no's. I'm looking for my yes person. Yeah, so yeah. If you are intentional, you'll get the yes person. And you can't give up. So many people want to give up on this dating thing. I talk to people all the time, and they're like, I'm just going to give up. I, I mean, I'm not finding my guy. And I'm thinking, you're going about it the wrong way. Like, don't look at it because the last one said no, and you thought you liked them, and da da da. That's it. That wasn't your person. So keep looking for your person. And here's the thing that's magical. When you're really not looking, that person will show up. So you have to be who you are, the best person you are, right? Really. So in this time of whatever it is that you're doing, you've had this breakup, this is your time to build you, build your character, build your personality, and all those things that make you an amazing you. And I promise when you show up as the amazing person that you are, the person that's for you will be there. And it's and sometimes you're not even looking. And it's like, you turn around and it's like, whoa, who's that? And then it's like a connection because it's what you're giving out into the universe. Mm. Do you get that? Yeah. Yes. 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 you are that makes that person show up. And so I don't always think that we have to look. You know, most of the time, most of the most amazing people I've dated, I wasn't looking for them, but I was being my best authentic self and they showed up. Yeah, peeking through your window, huh? Yeah. I got <laughs> There it is, fuckers. I think you're right about that. Y'all have said a lot of the stuff that I say to myself, um, but y'all have given me some great tidbits in there. Um, I want y'all to analyze this. I'm going to tell y'all some something about my dating life that I realized years ago, and I still don't get it to this day, and it goes to your point of not looking. Every woman, my, this is my entire life, Every woman I've ever pursued never gave me a chance. Maybe some dates, but nothing further, nothing ever really serious, right? Every relationship that I've been in, long-lasting relationship, they came after me. Every single time. There's only I've only been in three serious relationships. But I just found that really, really, really funny. I'm like, why is that? But none of my relationships have worked out either um, for different reasons. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. Do y'all think that's a thing? What do you think that is? What does that I, say? I, I mean, that says a lot. Um, uh, you like the aggressor. You know, you like you like to be somebody to look and want you and come after you. I, I think by you saying that neither one of those never really progressed long enough, it's going to take that person that comes after you and you're coming after them at the same time. It's going to have to be two like minds. You know, you both are aggressive towards each other, and that's the only thing you haven't found that balance. You always it's always been one sided, Ooh. and and uh, 
I think you won't get it because you realize that and you understand it. That's been happening because I like aggressive women. You know, I, I, I've never really had to come to think of it. Anybody I really pursued and went after, it never really worked out. It's always been the person that came after me and pursued. So it's like, I feel you on that one. That's a, that's a, that's a topic for the group that we should put in there. Because so many women talking about, uh, I don't want, I want a man to chase me. I want a, a man to come after me and this and that. And those, same, and those same women are single and they get those men coming at them all the time. What yep. are you thinking, India? So I'm thinking that I think neither um, one should chase the other one. I think that there's a lot of old fashionedness in dating still that that remains. Like when you put that post up about a woman on her knee proposing to the man, I think 80% of the women are saying, no, yeah. you're not going to do that, right? But so, but the thing is that I think when your person and the one that's for you, it's not so much you chasing them or them chasing you. It's that connection that you will feel, that energy you will know based on conversations and things like that. And I don't think you have to chase the person that you both like, right? That like each other. You don't have to chase because you know that one's for you. You have that feeling in you. And so when you don't have that feeling, then I think, or that that knowledge, like something comes over you and you know, then that really isn't your person, but that is somebody for a season. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, if we're looking for a lifetime and not just a season, then I don't think it's going to be a thing. You're not going to have that thing where you're chasing them or they're chasing you. It's going to be an equal situation. So I think a lot of people get impatient with that thought. It's like, well, when is it going? When is it going to be my time? Yeah. Am I yeah. still in seasons? Maybe you are yeah. going to be in seasons till you're 40, yeah. 45, 50. Some people need to realize that you're not going to have it at 20 because somebody else have it. You're not going to have it 30 because they got it. Yeah. Your time is your time. When you're ready for it, it will come. Even though you think you're ready, you might not be ready. Yeah. So yeah. I guess you just, just live your life, man, and play yeah. your part in this big movie. And just keep it going and don't stress on it. It'll happen. And if Be it don't, open to the possibilities. And if it don't, get a pet. <laughs> Yo, that the pet is like the thing. I'm seeing, <laughs> That's the thing. I've seen that. I don't know. Children, I'm not getting that. I don't know if the pet thing is healthy. I don't know. I'm starting to see a trend, man. Like <laughs> the women that I know that are my age that are single, beautiful, successful, and all that. Yes, yeah. Uh, they, I'd start well, seeing a lot. You touched on something right there, though, and this is what I notice in interviewing people to get on the game, is that there are a lot, a lot of women that are professional and have these careers and they own their homes, and so this is the challenge for men, and it really is. I'm seeing it because I'm like, <laughs> oh lord. But you know what? Here's the thing: a lot of women now. This is the good news. A lot of them are willing because I asked the question, what's your profession and do you care about the person you date, what their profession is? Because I want to have an idea if that's really big. So yeah. very, I mean, I was surprised a lot of women said, no, I don't care what their profession is. So here's a lot of men thinking, oh, she's so successful. She's this, she's not touchable. And yet she's perfectly willing to give you an opportunity, but you're scared. <laughs> That's that fragile male ego. I had right. that I had that conversation with a friend of mine. Um, she's in the Atlanta area, 
in the tech industry. Um, I ain't gonna put too much of her business out there because she'll fight me. But we had a conversation about that. I posted in the group about this too because I I was talk I'm talking to someone and we had this discussion because I don't make a ton of money. I mean, I'm transparent. I'm very transparent about it. I'm in education. I'm a teacher. I teach middle school. So my my salary is on the internet. So it's there, but I'm doing other things to try to supplement that to increase it because I do have a number that I want to get to to where I know I can do what I want to do. Um and I do wonder. I, I don't really get intimidated so much by what she has and what she's done because my expectation, I mean, if I'm in education, I already know my career field. I hate to say it like this. We're at like salary wise, we're like at the bottom of the totem pole. I have a bachelor's degree. I'm not going back to school either. So I already know that any woman that I meet more than likely is probably going to make more than me. It just depends. I mean, it might be significantly more, whatever. She's probably going to make more than me. So it's never really been a factor. For me, it's kind of been like their disposition more so like i've heard people say they don't care until something happens where money comes up and it's like oh wait if i was by myself i could do this but since i'm with this person it's gonna affect that so i think a lot of times it's about the compromises you have to make for the other person i mean money tends to be a thing sometimes but it's not always just the money but that and them wanting to kind of push the person because like if she making six figures what if i'm just happy teaching i don't want to do nothing else is that, is that going to be enough for you? That's why I think people don't think about far enough. It's like, are you really, are you really okay with it? And if you're not okay with it, that's fine. Go find someone that's your equal. If that's right. how you feel. So it's like, are you really okay with it when you have to pay for the vacation <laughs> that you want to go on? Cause I don't have the money to pay for that vacation. Yeah. And then you start to feel like, oh, this person's holding me back. Like, oh, I've got to do so much because yes. they can't. So yeah, then they're done that. But then they start complaining and like, hold on, you knew this when you got into it. Yeah, yeah I knew it, but yeah. I didn't know it was going to be like this. And then yeah. they're like, oh, no, we could have stopped this a long time ago. This is okay. Yeah, that's real. That's yeah. a real conversation to have if you are dating someone that says they don't care, but you know where you are and you know where they are. So that's that's a conversation before you say committed or we together, we gonna have this conversation because that's a come to Jesus moment right that there. It's, like. <laughs> and it's scary because, you know, it's weird too. Like, I guess, I don't know, maybe I'm just, the way my dad raised me is just, I'm very transparent when it comes to stuff like that. Like, when I meet someone and once I get comfortable, which doesn't take too, too long, I probably will answer 99% of the questions that you ask me. If you ask me how much I make, I'll probably tell you exactly what I make because I'm like this. I like to give you a clear picture of who I am, where I am, and what I'm trying to do so you can tell me whether or not you want to be a part of this. Like, I ain't got time to waste with you and all this other stuff. Like, here's what it is. Can you get with this or not? Nah? Because I've been through that a few times where they said, oh, yeah, we can do that. We can work this out. And then when it gets real, it's kind of like, I don't know. Well, I told you that. <laughs> I told you that and I showed it. Not just told you, but I showed it to you. And now you got a problem with it. Um, so I don't and know. I that's think, always a weird thing. And I, and I think I think that in these relationships, that's when sex clouds a lot of judgment. Mm. We, we come in as like some people notice that. They only get along when they're having sex and when they're not, they're arguing, they're fussing and fighting. And then after that gets tired, and that's when those same issues you ain't had a problem with before become an issue. And that's one thing with the group. That's why we don't want to talk about sex. We don't want to know 
with your turn-ons or your turn-offs. Anybody can tell you that and understand that. But can you reach me on another level outside of sex? Can we go a couple of months without having sex and still have a bond and relationship and still be genuine? One thinking that the other is cheating or something's going on or you're not attracted to me or that. So when we base everything around sex, which we all do, I think, that's where the problem lies, man. Uh, a wise man once told me, and excuse my language, but he said, never fall in love with a woman for her vagina. And that's real. Because you're going to end up down the road you don't want to go. It's a dark, deep road, man. I agree. I agree. Yeah, very true. All right. Um, I only have a couple more questions and I kind of want to open the floor because looking at both of you all's questionnaires, there's a couple things on there that aren't group related that I feel like y'all wanted to talk about, which we can. I'm totally open to that. But, well, this will be the last question I have uh, related to the group. Um, and I guess one for you, Vine, and one for you, Queen. Vine, what is the overall goal of the group and where do you see it going are you good with where it is now or is there like another master plan behind the scenes that you're working on that you can tell us about well the alternate is it's going in a direction that at first i like i said i didn't have no it, it's it's super exceeded my expectations for one um where i would like it to go i would just like it to grow into a group where blacks in this area and in other areas can can see us as some conscious-minded individuals as black people it's not all about the raunchiness in life and we're just trying to bond get a a bond together where we can just grow i would like to see us do businesses together i would like to see us come together and put money into a pot and and start creating other venues for our communities. I like to see merchandise. I like to see, because there's a lot of cooks and chefs in our group. I like to see restaurants grow. I just want to see us grow into a big business, a brand, mm -hmm. a business brand, and, and, and definitely giving back to the community and helping. And a lot of singles out here, parents, you know, my cousin, rest his soul, he always wanted to do something where fathers that hasn't been in their ch children's life give them the means and opportunity to have a weekend where we all come together and the sponsor where you can go grab that kid and you can go through things with them just because you ain't got a job or you think you don't have the money and just form a brotherhood wow. you know like the old big brothers like you remember big brothers we don't even hear about big brothers no more nope so we want this to be family oriented and just uh make a business out of it man for everybody you in here what you think yeah yeah and i think that that's something that you know in our culture we you know tend to you know, not cultivate, you know? Um, a lot of times there's a lot of negativity around supporting our own. And I, I love that. It seems like we're coming into a new um, millennium where it's like black owned businesses are important, black owned, you know, and uh, we need to, you know, participate in that and, and really build from that. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to building our singles group uh, business side to where, you know, all of us that are in business can somehow profit from knowing other people in business. And it's me helping you, you helping me, that will help us to, to grow. So I, I really second that as being a purposeful, you know, outside of just dating and meeting single, but to have purpose. 
That's beautiful. You actually answered both my questions, so I don't have to ask the other one. <laughs> so, um, huh, I don't know who I want to start with here. Looking at your questionnaires. Um, hmm. Vaughn, I'll start with you again. So, and this has been... Whoo, so, you, you mentioned the importance of Harris getting into office. Now... Kamala Harris has been on my timeline way more than I would like. I have no problem with her, by the way. I actually want to get her in office. I'm definitely voting for her and Joe Biden, uh, just to be clear to our listeners. Don't care if y'all like it or not. Um, what are your thoughts and feelings around that right now? Why do you feel that way? Well, besides the politics, uh, even with Barack, I just look at it, even when Hillary was running, my thing with Hillary running was like, what would it do for women all around the world? You know, and it's just inspirations, like no matter what they do, sometimes it takes the wrong person to get a job and a position for the right person to want to grow into something and manifest into something to be better than that and say, I can still get that position and I'm gonna get her position and I'm gonna do it better than her. Yes. So I see a bunch of little girls all around the world seeing somebody in their position saying, you know what? Instead of me trying to do this or wanting to follow Cardi B or want to be a rapper or, 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 or a cheerleader or a basketball player, I'm going, I'm gonna go into politics, you know? I wanna be that person, I'm gonna do it better than she. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a bring this, I'm gonna start making my policies now. You know, as a, these teenagers have a lot of them, they know what's going on. Yeah. So you'll get that little girl starting to write in her diary now that the White House is on her mission. Mm -hmm. I wanna get in there and I'm gonna do it better than her. So it's an inspiration, no matter what her policies are, her politics, and well, everybody keep talking about what she's did, like, I understand she might have railroaded some people. Maybe she got caught up in something, but it's a lot of criminals out here of all colors. So when you're in that position, you don't know what you would do. You don't know who's innocent and guilty when you got a thousand people coming a week. Everybody's not innocent. So let's just skip that. Let's get her in the office so it can spark the minds of millions of little women of all colors all across this world, man. That's what I want to see done for them, not for what she's doing now, but for our future. That's what it's about. Do you, how, do you, do you feel the same, similar? Do, do you not? I, I do okay. feel the same way. And um, speaking to some of the things that, you know, she is uh, getting flack for, I think that people have to remember, and even Joe Biden, that you're not the same person in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, Joe Biden in his 70s, and he grew up in an era where, you know, there was busing and all those things. That man is not the same man that said those things and did those things back then. And so we have to recognize that and stop holding people to, you know, those things in which they said in a different time, you know? Look at what they're saying now and judge them based on what they're saying now. So. I, I'm down for both of them, and that's what I believe. Good Lord, if they had internet when I was little and some of the stuff I said, <laughs> woo! Listen. Boy, I was ready to kill all everybody. Anybody that was white, I was like, nah, you fight the power, you know? So you learn and you grow. And that's you right. If, if I grew up white, just think, put it this way. If blacks 
were in control and had white slaves and you grew up a little black boy and you was taught everything that the white people this and you had to beat them and you wanted to lynch them and forget you cracker no you ain't going to my school that's what you was born into blacks would be the same way as whites were yeah. if we was in control we had the same white people black nothing but black people in politics nothing but black people in the yeah. white house nothing but black judges everything would be black Yep. So we have to come together and think as a society that mind state has to change because if we was in power and position in the policing, we'd be doing the same thing, man. We'd be in the same control if we don't change our mindset. Interesting. Interesting. I, you know, the reason I really, I know politics are important, but it's just so hard when people go, they, like you just said, like she said, it's, people go off your past, man. It's like, I could have threw a rock and broke a window and hit an old lady in the head when I was 10 years old, and that's all they'll talk about. But I could have saved 10,000 children from a burning building, and they'll never mention it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't, that's that's another reason why I do this podcast, and I don't get into the muck and the mud and the the stuff like that with people, because I'm like, I want to put more positivity out there. Like, what what is positive? Let's talk about the positive side of things. Um, but I agree with everything that y'all said, and I think her message, just her being there, being a guiding light, would be so awesome because our kids today have access to way more resources than we do. They can get on Google and they can say, oh, what's a grant? And find out how to write a grant at mm-hmm. eight, nine years old. You know, the stuff I didn't learn about until I was in college, in my 20s. So it does send a very powerful message. Um, and I would like to thank y'all for sharing your um, ideals and thoughts on politics. A lot of people shy away from that. India, um, tell us about the importance of solar energy. I used to be a realtor as well. So, yeah, in South Carolina, um, where I moved okay. from. So when I saw that, I said, oh. <laughs> so tell people about that. Go ahead and talk about it. Well, what. this is my my biggest exciting, exciting thing is about voting for Democrats because um, we do believe in climate change. Now, you notice the Louisiana storm Laura, what she did and what she's been doing. And if you start to look at all these storms now, they're getting more intense, like fours and fives, sixes categories. So these storms are a result of climate change. And also the fires that are in California are a result of climate change. And so as we go into our future and, and you know, it's not going to be pretty out here if we don't do something about this. It's going to get to where uh, probably wearing a mask because you can't be outside for other reasons is going to exist. You're scaring me. And so climate change is not just about heat all the time as it is about the atmospheric change. And so that looks different in different venues. And so I just do my little part with solar. Um, a lot of renewable energy will be um, very um, normal for our children, right? And our children's children. So something that now we have to adapt to and make changes in our mindset to is going to be something they have to do. And so change begins with us and what we can do. And so I think people need to discover the significance of how the environment is changing and how that impacts people and how it's going to impact people in the future. We're talking about droughts and not having food and all kinds of things as a result of climate change. And this is very, very serious. And so I haven't heard a lot of it on the democratic platform, but I do know that that's something that, that they will work on and they will do, um, you know, implement to change. So, um, I'm with you on that. 
but we got to get on board with this climate business. We do. A lot of people, they laugh at it and they think it's funny and think it's not real. But even when I reflect on my childhood, I remember when it snowed, how much it snowed, storms and things like that, When it what it looked like back then in the 90s. And when mm-hmm. I look now, I'm like, huh? It's snowing five months later than when it used to when I was a kid. Or it's 110 degrees when it used to be 87 degrees. And like you yeah. said, the storms are coming more often from what I believe. Uh, maybe it was lack of exposure when I was younger. But I feel like they're they're definitely much more intense. Like they're yeah. wiping out entire cities, mm-hmm. you know? Um and I do believe that's a real thing. And I do wonder what our carbon footprint is really doing to the atmosphere. So solar power is definitely important. Renewable energy is important. That's another investment vehicle for people too. I know people who own land that want to make solar farms out of them. That's you know? right. And you can make money. Good you can money. make money. And you can also provide energy for um, your neighbors and businesses. And so it's really you being your own power plant. And I think a lot of people, um, when I started this business six years ago, didn't like how it looked on their roof. And then they started to look around and they started seeing more people with it. Yep. And then they're like, oh, okay, what's it to this solar? You know, what? let me look into it. And uh, so since I've been doing it, um, I've, I go back in neighborhoods where I did solar and it's like, wow, they got solar, they told me no, and they got solar. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that is definitely here to stay. It's not going anywhere. I tell people all the time, if you look at the state of Maryland and how the energy is generated, we use coal, we use a nuclear power plant, we use gas, we use water. And so we have to recognize that in the future, all of those things are precious resources. And do we really need a nuclear power plant? And, and who's mining coal? Like, I know my kids are not going to go mine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and a lot of young people are looking at that and thinking, oh, I could get black lung. I could get, I'm not going to do it. And so states that are reliant on high percentages of coal to fuel their electricity are going to be in trouble if they don't look at this other alternative source, which is renewable energy. So um, this is going to definitely be impactful. I'm glad I'm on the edge of it. You know, I think California was the first, you know, they're the first to do most of the things that, you know, then trickle on down to the East Coast. So we're here and we're not going nowhere. Thank you for sharing that, ma'am. I I agree with you 110%. Um, Y'all be more energy conscious. If you own a home, think about solar energy. Think about it. So before I let y'all go, I want to give both of y'all the opportunity to promote, talk about anything you want to promote, projects you're working on, anything like that to share with the people. I'll also put it in the description, but this is your time now. You first, India. Okay, well, I just want to um, say, hey, go to whyfreesolar.com, www.whyfreesolar.com. Check out our website, and uh, it's really simple to get an analysis on your electric bill for solar. We just look at your electricity usage for the year, and then we do a design of your roof, and we're able to tell you how much solar you can generate versus electricity. So, you know, it doesn't cost you anything for information. I tell people this all the Mm. time. 
know, it doesn't cost anything to get the information, get a free analysis, and then make a good decision based off of information. So there's that. And then Black Singles Connect, I'm always looking for players. Um, I try to connect people that have like, you know, mindedness, um, but a lot of men are, you know, a little shy to show up. Women, I have more women waiting for men to, you know, come on, men, raise your hands. I had somebody hit me up today, though, his brother said, I, well, I'm interested in playing. So that's really, really cool. But I need more men to play the game. And uh, it's just about connecting. Don't be afraid that you got to be stuck with this person that you pick. You know, just, just come on now. We grow, you know, make a friend, meet somebody, you know. So uh, check out Black Singles Connect on Thursdays, 8.30 to 9.30. And um, also be a guest, be a guest. All right. Vaughn? Yeah, so uh, just, you know, the Black Singles at DMV, you know, uh, we, we look forward to more people coming in. And it is a waiting line to get in. We don't just let anyone in, but... You come in, you answer the questions, and we look at how, how you're carrying yourself. You definitely come on in, enjoy, share some of your experiences with us. Feel free to just spread the word. You ever in the city or in, in the Washington, D.C. area, definitely hope hit us up and, and let us know you want to hang out somewhere. We'll definitely point you in the right direction or might even come hang out with you. Other than that, you can go to my YouTube, Von Vito, V-O-N-V-I-T-T-O. Look for some upcoming projects. I just recently started working with... Uh, the guy out in Atlanta, uh, Bobby, Bobby Huntley, uh, he just had that viral hit, the Corona Man, that was a, a, a trailer that he put out over the summer hmm. that just went viral and it was just like phenomenal. So we're doing a couple of film projects and I also want to give a shout out to my girl. I can't, I always uh, mention her, Thelma from Good Times, which is a, a legend in itself, Bernadette Stannis. We have the Bernadette Stannis for, um, uh, on dance on Saturday Night Live. You know, we're trying to get her to host Saturday Night Live. We're trying to get her a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and some of the other uh, existing Good Time members, John Amos, uh, Ralph Carter, so, um, and JJ, Jimmy Walker. So just be looking out for all that. You can see all that on Facebook, man, and just keep supporting black businesses. That's the one thing I, I understand that sometimes we have issues, but you're going to have that anywhere. Put your money into the community. Let it help grow for their future and their kids and have them have a legacy like they leave legacies for theirs. Let's leave it for ours. Support black business. If you don't have one, get your own. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I don't care if you're selling pencils. I don't care if you're selling <laughs> whatever. If you got old stuff in your mama's house that you want to get rid of, get on eBay. Start selling some stuff. Just get yourself out there and generate some money for these kids. We need it. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely agree. I, I definitely support black business. I try to buy something two to three times a month from someone that I see on social media. I've done bought cookies, books, clothing. I got a mug with my little kid face on it from when I was a kid looking like an alien, all kind of stuff, man. <laughs> and, you, and you know, but you know what the scariest thing that I'm finding right now is to change all my money in bank accounts to black banks. It's like, it's scary. Because yeah. you, you think that, oh, man, what they, they're they not protected. They're going to go under. All my money is going to be lost. I don't know where we get that mind state from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I heard about uh, it. It's, it's, so I'm slowly but surely transferring all my money 
into the black businesses. One of them, Industrial Bank in D.C. You got One United Bank uh, um, online. And then you got the, what's the other one? Um, I just seen two black guys merge. One in, yep. in D.C. and one in, in, in L.A. I think it's Capital First. Capital, what is it? And do you know the black-owned uh, guy in D.C.? i you right now. I saw it on Instagram. Are you talking about... City First Bank and Broadway Federal. City First, that's it. Yep. City First Bank and Broadway Federal. Get your account. These guys are worth billions. They're merging. Yes. They're giving out so many loans to first starter companies and mortgages. So start slowly but surely. Like SunTrust just closed my account because I contested like some some uh, uh, some some business finishes I did and they didn't come through. So they just canceled me. Like, all right, we're gonna send your check in 30 days. I'm saying like. What if I need that money right now? Why are you just going to cut me off because I contested something? And so they, they give me the push. They yeah. just pushed me to the goal where I should have been doing anywhere and put my money into black banks. And that's what I'm doing, man. So I, 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 I ask everybody, slowly but surely, start transferring your money to these black banks, man. And I got to say this to piss a couple of people off. Stop arguing with people about what their prices are. Do some research on commerce and look at profit and loss margins and look at what it costs to run a business and look at how scale affects the price of your products. There's a reason why people price their things the way that they price them, y'all. I'm going to just leave it at that because I can talk about that for hours. Yeah, that's another show. (laughs) (laughs) I I ain't even going to go there, but... um, But don't be buying something for $5 and try to sell it for $50. Come on. All right? We, We see you. All right, that's the only thing. So people, you have some people trying to get over. Yeah. Don't let them uh, slow salt on the game of those who's legitimately trying to just make ends meet and keep it going. <laughs> some people are in it for just a quick turnaround. They just want to get that quick fix. Yeah. You know. So yeah. And follow that's and everything. study them. That's what I do. Like before, I I don't just buy. Like I'll go to their Instagram page. I'll see what they're posting. I'll search their website. And I'll kind of see how they run their business. A lot of them give promo codes. Um, I just bought some some hair butter. Um, smells absolutely great. Um, and they Did had you get like it from Shea Butter Like Whoa? No, it was Pro Butter. Pro Butter? Yeah. Ah, um, uh, Pro Butter. It's, it's for hair growth? Yeah, it's for hair growth. It smells so good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to have her on, too. I actually reached out to her. Pro um, Butter. All yeah, right, I'm about to check it out. It, it's really good. They have like a little spinner thing where you get like a coupon when you get on the website. It's dope. But I right. never win those. I never. They, they always give me the same percentage. I never get the big money, man. <laughs> That's Gas how it goes. <laughs> but I want to thank both of you for joining me today and sharing such pertinent information. I think this is a very powerful episode that our listeners will love. Um, especially if you're a big Facebook user like me, y'all, Facebook is my number one go-to. Regardless of personal feelings, Facebook has just been my number one go-to. I've been on it since, like I said, it, it started. Um, join the groups. Check the description. I'm going to have all the information in there so you can connect with these two and see what they're up to, see what they're doing. Don't be afraid to join the dating game. You're not getting married. You're just getting to know people. That's, That's me it. talking to myself out loud, too. Uh, <laughs> so once, once again i want to thank all of our listeners followers and subscribers thank y'all for continuing to support if you are new you know you can follow us fme underscore podcast on instagram join the facebook group from my experience podcast 
And if you have questions, comments, or you want to be a guest or recommend a guest, fmepodcast1 at gmail.com. And we will catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace out. All right. Good show.